The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everybody. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are the hosts of Street Politicians, the place where, the, place the, where streets the streets and, and politics, politics meet. <laughs> you are hilarious sometimes. Not all the time, but you're funny a little bit today. Listen, I'm just trying to have a good time. It's Juneteenth. You know, we celebrating being Black, you know, and loving to be and Black. Being semi-free. Semi, semi, semi-free. You know, we moving in the process. And, and you know, we moving on the trajectory of freedom. So I'm just celebrating my blackness and my trajectory to freedom. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's like, it's a time that I can feel in my bones something can happen. Something great can happen. How we get there is going to take us to even grow in our own leadership. And that's, and that's what's in front of us. That even we, the evolutionary, that's right. Even we have to grow. Um, you know, we talked last week about this idea that people will say, well, I don't hear y'all talking. I don't hear you saying, you. it's not always time to talk. Sometimes you have to sit back and really strategize. And I have done this many times where, you know, you don't see me as much in the public sphere. Um, where, you know, of course you see me with a state of emergency, but on other things, we're kind of putting pieces of a plan. The number together. one book, the number one book you're talking about, yeah, bestseller book. book. But, you know, we're putting pieces of a plan together. Um, and I, what I, what I appreciate about this moment that we're in is it's so powerful. It's like pregnant with opportunity. You got all the things. You have an administration in place that knows they cannot become president again without us. So we can really kick them into gear, if you will, if we come together, right? Then you have um, young people that are bold, courageous, intelligent, amazing, creative, all over the country that are doing great work. You also have change. You have some painful change. And I think with those shifts, with some of these um, difficult conversations that we're having in the movement, it's important and it had to happen. This is not new, right? So we have to have those like a birthing process of a new thing. Um, and, and even though it's still a passing of the baton, 
but there always are sort of innovative moments. And so it's a good place to be, but in order to really kick us to the next spot, we're going to have to be extremely strategic about it. And so um, there's a lot to learn. And it's like, we've got to, and, and the book is, is, is that state of emergency is that you got to educate people um, on where we've been. Then you've got to bring them up to speed on a strategic plan and then execute. And we've got a little bit of time to be able to do all those things. And then of course, in the city we live in, in New York city, we've got to educate people on ranked choice voting, bring them up to speed um, in terms of the, the strategic process and then execute it during an election. It's a lot to do, a whole lot to do. It's a lot to do, man. And, and, and and the guns is going crazy in the street. We're in Gun wow. Violence Awareness Month, and they just out here, these young boys are just out here shooting each other, man. And, and I've really been, like you said, been just being quiet and silent because I'm tired of saying, let's stop shooting. And I really realized that we have to do something bigger than that. You know, shout out to New Paul. Um, she um, organized a couple of weeks back, she organized a peace treaty with some, uh, some blood and crip gang in in um Brooklyn that she asked me to help her facilitate along with my brother AT Mitchell. And it was and it was really, you know, enlightening. I sat in the room with these young brothers and just listening to their mind states. And there's some young, brilliant brothers. You know, they're just they're caught in the gang culture and and a lot of them are are believing myths, you know, and they're seeing people as quote unquote ops that are not. And and their rules of engagement are so off, man. So I realized that there has to be a restructuring of mind state. There has to be a, a reconstructing of what manhood looks like, what, you know, realness and this quote unquote vision of quote unquote gangster looks like, you know? So I'm, I've been, that's what I've been contemplating lately, just sitting back, being silent, saying, you know, I know there's something I need to be doing right now and just asking for clarity just to, to, to formulate what that looks like. So, you know, we're all on our missions, man. We've got a great show coming up today. Um, a lot of information that we're going to pack into uh, the entire show. In fact, we won't have two guests because this one guest is about five guests in one person. His name is Leo Alexander. He lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He is an entrepreneur, a businessman. Um, he, some people call him a, pat, a patent master, um, where he has the patent for so many different um, innovative, innovative ideas. He has the, the patent for so many different inventions, a lot of technology, also did great work during COVID, um, the, the height of COVID, uh, to get masks out, making masks and getting them distributed to communities. A Black man, again, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who believes that Tulsa should be everywhere, uh, that Black Wall Street should be everywhere. And so he's going to be coming on. Now, before we do that, we're gonna to go to our resident brand expert, Latoya Bond. Thank you, Tamika and my son, and welcome to the brand market. I'm Latoya Bond, your resident brand whisperer. Today, we have a special brand. And as you know, Tamika D. Mallory is also the, one of the co-founders of Until Freedom. And one of the ways that you guys can support the work that they do is by purchasing merchandise. And I have to say, the merchandise is pretty fly. It's great quality and it's unisex. It works for men and women. I'm going to toss back to Tamika and my son so they can tell you all about Until Freedom and how you can support their movement. For us, freedom is when people like us 
freedom fighters, protesters are no longer needed on the front lines every day uh, the way that we are now. Freedom would put organizations like ours out of business. It would mean that men and women and children and our siblings wouldn't be being uh, killed, shot down, and dealing with so many of the ills that are oppressing Black, Brown, and disenfranchised folks across this country and across the world. I feel like um, people think that freedom is, is not possible, it's not attainable, but we believe that there is a beloved community and that when we get to that place, it will be true freedom. Tamika's speech, although it was amazing, <laughs> it wasn't the one. That... No, it's not that it wasn't the one. It's just that we've been amazing. around Tamika, and I heard a speech the next day that to me was even more moving. I've heard a speech right. three years ago that was more moving. I'm glad the world, you know, finally heard Tamika recognize, you know, what we've all known for this time. We, you know, what she always tries to fight that she's pretty much our leader. But the reality of the situation is, we don't move in fear. You know, we we understand we understand what comes with this work. You know. Like Malcolm X said, if you're not willing to die for it, then you got to take the word freedom out of your mouth. That's right. You know, and each one of us here has made a commitment to this life. We've made a commitment to our people. We have made a commitment to the betterment of our community. We, I look at my son every day and say, this world just has to be better for him That's than right. it was for me. So of course we are concerned, we pay attention, we're conscious, but I don't move in fear. And you know, because I know where my heart is, I know that God got us. I know that we're here for a purpose. I know that we're living out our purpose. I know that exactly what I said before, I was put here for this exact moment. So whatever comes with that, if my life, you know, however long I live, I'm gonna live it in authenticity. I'm gonna live it fighting for my people. And I'm gonna live it for justice. Visit untilfreedom.com for more information. I fight until freedom. Thank you, Tamika and my son. I know you weren't expecting this, and I know that you didn't create this platform to promote your own business. However, you guys are on the front line fighting for us every day. You sacrifice so much. You give so much so that I think it's important that the community know how they can support your work and how they can support your movement. If you guys are interested in having your products featured on the brand market, you can find us at the BBM agency on Instagram and click the link in the bio for more info. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. Loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. 
Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR. 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. We're going to hear right now from Leo Alexander of Notavani. Uh, his company is has an interesting name, and he's going to tell us more about what it means and what he's doing there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So thank you so much for joining us, Leo. Uh, thanks for having us. So tell us about uh, your company name. What is what does it mean? And uh, say it first, so we can make sure we're saying it right. That's right. <laughs> no problem. It's Noidavani. It's innovation spelled backwards. Uh, so a lot of times uh, we as inventors have to look in the mirror. When you put the the word Noidavani in the mirror, it just speaks out in innovation. Now innovation is quite different from invention and innovation. Invention uh, is typically uh, what inventors do when they have one eureka moment. One eureka moment that they want to commercialize. And that eureka moment could be something as simple as uh, a hair clip, right? And that hair clip uh, is something that you work the rest of your life selling. Well, that's an inventor. And we understand that there's places in the market for that. But innovators are actually those that actually have a certain set of skills that are resource aligned, directed at problems. Mm. Innovators bring solutions to problems. And uh, that's what our company has been doing for the past 13 years. And that's what we promoted. It's a totally new name. It's an inaugural in, uh, in the world of technology. Wow. So. You are such an innovator that everything you do, I imagine, <laughs> innovator, but you know, you're, you're so much of a creative person that I imagine everything you do has a purpose. All, you know, obviously the name of your company has a purpose. Um, and now you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Is that where you're from? How did you end up in Tulsa? Uh, were you, were you, was your family raised there? After 13 years of developing our company the way that we did. Uh, as you know, we're, we're an international company. Uh, I, I typically lead off with everyone saying that I was only born in America, but I was made in China. My, comp my company started in Houston, Texas, but I'm from Louisiana. And as a, as a young man, the term Black Wall Street never meant a GPS location to me. The term Black Wall Street meant that there was a stock market or a Wall Street out there that 
fit my criteria as a black man. Mm. Black Wall Street meant e economics. It did not mean uh, a GPS location. It wasn't Greenwood. In fact, I didn't, I was, even, I was totally unaware of the massacre that occurred because coming from the, the deep South, when you heard the term Black Wall Street, you always uh, thought back to the prosperity, the, the great things that you had heard about in those, in those stories from, uh, from our ancestors, right? The stories of how these, these entrepreneurial-minded individuals built an entire economy for themselves and then really uh, motivated generations to come. I'm a product of Black Wall Street, even though I'm not from here. So four years ago, um, I made the conscious decision to move my manufacturing company, Nordivani and EOC, uh, to Tulsa as a means of rebuilding what I always thought was the Black Wall Street. Mm. It wasn't necessarily Greenwood or, or anything else. It was just that we had the capacity and the resources and we wanted to be the staple of the rebuild. Wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah. You know, it says that you are award-winning innovator, and and um, tell us some of the things that you created. Like I heard of some things that people would be surprised. Well, uh, one of the things that always shocks people is um, uh, all of us are in the world of streaming right now and remote and distance communication. Uh, but one of the first technologies, the kernel technologies that made even streaming possible was the ability to share the screen of your phone to another device wirelessly, right? We call it mirror casting or screen sharing, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm the inventor of mirror cast technology. Uh, the way that you share the smartphone to any other mobile device and exactly the nesting ground for what we know as uh, screen sharing and streaming. So a lot of a lot of my my earlier technologies were around energy, uh, and and really monitoring um, different assets uh, for our U.S. government. So uh, where are you guys from originally? Uh, you guys are from inclement areas where you have blackouts and brownouts. Mm, sometimes, you know, yeah. we're in New York City. Blackouts well, are, are are happening well, in the summer. Well, you have a lot less of them now uh, because after 2007, you wouldn't have known that the utility companies wouldn't have known that you had a blackout unless you called them. And now the pole top transformers tell the utility companies uh, their health and condition. While my technology, the UTMD monitor was the, was the purpose for them doing that. It initiated the term smart grid. So I owned smart grid system back in 2007. And it's part of our uh, national uh, uh, our national power grid right now. Every utility company utilizes some bit of that technology. Is there is there sort yeah. of like a, a I guess you sign NDAs and is there um, confidentiality for when you help to design? Like in other words, the the better question is absolutely have you designed and invented more than we know? Um, the things we're probably using every day that you would never be able to tell us that you actually were involved in. From, 2000 and, from 2009 to now, I've developed 218 unique 
electronic products that plug into a wall mm. for companies that I'm still under gag order about speaking, right? Wow. Uh, some would say that every five minutes, you're gonna interact with something that I've, uh, something that either has our kernel technology embedded in it or something that I personally designed. This is the black history and the black present we should be talking about. We're supposed to be celebrating brothers like yourself, but yet we don't even know that this is happening. You know, so I just want to applaud you and say, you know, give you your flowers now and say that we truly appreciate, you know, your contributions just to culture and just to our living. The living that we exist in right now is, is a result of a lot of things that you've done. And I just want to ask this, you know, you said that you, you went to Tulsa because you wanted to recreate that. You wanted to build that. You, you, it, it was synonymous with innovation, innovation. It was synonymous with, you know, Black people building and growing. What do you think it's going to take to actually rebuild that? Look at Reverend Jack. Look at Reverend Jack. Look at that. Before I answer that question, I gotta get my I gotta get my guy in here. All right, is that okay? Yeah, and <laughs> you know how much we love you. <laughs> love you too. How you doing? I'm doing great. It was genius. <laughs> yeah, man, he is a genius. You know, we we didn't know about him, Reverend, and we're learning. You know, now about this this gentleman. Mr. Alexander, that it should be, you know, we should all be applauding his work and supporting him, helping him. And I'm sure you're there trying to figure out how you can help, right? It was basically linked to civilization communication. So we, we must know who he is and, and tell our story because it defies all of racist logic. Racism assumes that one's one's inferior, but the inferior part of it. Racism is unscientific, it's not true. Yeah. Religious devices, economic exploitation. Some, some, some God, God made an error when he made somebody black. He challenged God, God himself. And, and, and this, uh, this defies all that foolishness. Mm. Right. That's that's powerful. The last time we saw you, it was where my son and uh. Minute. The last time we seen the Reverend was at um where we cried together when we got the conviction, uh, at um Chauvin case, the Chauvin trial. Mm -hmm. Me, you, him, Sharpton, and we cried as he and he looked at me and said, "We, we, he actually lived to see a man get charged for killing a black man." That's my when you get when you when you make a lynching a federal crime, which is not that's touchdown. When you make a, a violating blacks a hate crime, you do Jews and Asians now. That's touchdown. We must have national application problem, not just local. Amen. Uh, can I ask you a question? I want to know, uh, what do you, like I was about to ask you, what do you think it's going to take to rebuild Black Wall Street to get to get us back to that level of prominence so we build our own cities and have our own running organizations and have our own culture, everything, just our own things? What do you think it's going to take? Well, I, I, I think um, first we need to kind of change the narrative and change the educational structure of what our own Black Wall Street is. Today, if, if I try to promote a one Wall Street for one Black economy, um, I would literally be going against my moral compass. Let me, let me, let me explain that. Understand our, our economy is a global one. And the color of that economy should also be multiple colors. 
The only way that the, the Indians and the Asians got their Chinatowns and their Indian towns was by building or cultivating uh, those talents into products and businesses that the world wanted to buy. Mm -hmm. You see those uh, Chinatown, a block of, block of massage parlors and restaurants and something. That's not where the real strip is. That's not the strip. Uh, the strip is beyond that. That's just where they kind of gather the little social stuff. That, that's the point. It's not a physical it, locale. It, it, uh, when when uh, you put the television on there and you can push a button, it becomes all of a sudden a machine that, that, that's global, no matter who you are, that, that's colorless. And I think that we must think in terms of we we, we, can, we can launch to the world from where we are. He got me. That's <laughs> it. Where we are. There's nothing we cannot do. I agree with you that everyone needs to support, purchase, patronize whatever our products, services, and everything that we put out, right? Because, of course, the way the economy moves is that people are engaged. It's not just one community. But the ownership piece is important. And that's, that's, right. where, that's where I'm thinking, okay, so you were getting ready to go there. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so understand we haven't had the ability as a, as a culture to actually walk into Oz and say, these are our ideas. Wizard of Oz, where can these ideas be created? Hmm. We have taken our talents to other companies those companies has embodied those, those talents into products, and then it goes out to the market as brands. Understanding that what I'm trying to build is all of the capacity, all of the enablement tools, the actual factory, the actual ability to actually take out of your mind those things and turn them into a tangible reality without you thinking about what you needed to go ahead and make that happen. Just bring your talent because all of the other resources are here. That's why I, I, that's why I bootstrapped my entire operation. I have never gotten a venture capital loan. Mm. I never jumped on a pitch stage in front of a group of Anglo-Saxons saying, "Please give me two hundred thousand dollars because I have an idea." The minute you give, the minute you give your idea to them for that two hundred thousand dollars, you have already taken away our chance of victory. Period. Period. So what I've what I've started to do is now build all of that infrastructure. If you're if you're a medical professional and you want to build medical solutions, well, I built an entire sector of innovation and development that will enable you to build that device or take that service over the, the network. We needed to own our own infrastructure, right? So in 2012, I became one of our nation's common carriers that has 50 gigahertz of spectrum nationwide. There's not another black man that can say that to his credit today, right? But we, we're always looking at the wrong things. We're, we're looking at the smaller parts of the prize. Infrastructure is, is required. You can't, you can't take your dreams to the yellow brick road if the yellow brick road hadn't been built, right? So... My goal was to come to Tulsa, lay the groundwork, put the infrastructure down, and then build a yellow brick road. And if Black Wall Street needed an eyes, well, I took up the mantle. Evidence means a lot. And here's the action means more. Yeah. You shift the paradigm. We'll have our Black Wall Street. We'll have a street. 
to what we can do. And Black Wall State. I want Black Wall Country. I think it's I a nation. Listen. It's a nation. I want, it's a nation. We have the ability to create a nation within a nation. It only takes one generation to do it. The thing is, we have to change the way we're thinking. It's really good to see you, Reverend Jackson. I'm so glad you're in Tulsa too. Um, you know, being able to uh, go back to a place that I know you've been many times, uh, but to see so many young people, particularly commemorating and learning more about Tulsa, so many people had did not know. They didn't know the full extent of the massacre. And I know this is something you've been teaching for a long time. And, and finally, people are beginning to listen. Um, and hopefully, uh, in your life at this point, after you've accomplished so much, you are beginning to see the fruits of your labor, that there are so many young folks who are who are beginning to get what you've been telling us for a long time. We should, we should let them ride the massacre, for example. People do not know that uh, the 10,000, they were deputized by the sheriff. There's no indictments, they did the sheriff. They dropped bombs, safe by oil company. They used to drop bombs. So the first bomb was not dropped on Hiroshima. I mean, in uh, Pearl Harbor, dropped on, 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 on here on, on American soil. We yeah. were learning a lot about what happened that day. Sanford, for example, owned a hotel, people, a motel for the house, probably be worth hundred million dollars today, by the way. Uh, John Rogers, you know John Rogers. John Rogers had his great grandfather, and he ran off to Kansas City, and his son tried to lawsuit, didn't say anything. And Ron's dad was the first black man in Chicago, and his mama was black female here in Chicago. Jim Rogers is fourth generation out of Wall Street. He's now on, on the other Wall Street, on, on the board of Nike and uh, McDonald's, and uh, um, and and uh, he's, he's growing. So the cement, some of the other water can't drown, the fire can't burn. Keep on coming. Mm. And keep coming. Thanks. I love you. Love you. We love you, Reverend. Appreciate it. Thank you. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, 
and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Give us an understanding of what's been happening. Obviously, no matter who you are, especially if you're Black, there's going to be something going on. So we know there's been some controversy and some difficulties that you've been dealing with. What are they and, and what needs to be done to try to uh, get around it? Uh, so in, in Oklahoma, uh, during the entire COVID epidemic, I was one of those individuals that stepped up to, um, to aid and aid the call of uh, PPE manufacturing. Uh, not, only did I, not only did I supply first-line responders PPE, masks, and, and everything else, but I also worked with uh, the state and local uh, area to organize bringing my factory here stateside so that we wouldn't have to go through all of the import uh, logistical hurdles that everyone else was having in the country. That effort took about uh, $1.7 million out of my pocket, right? So we brought the factory down, got everything in line, and only to be denied the state or local contract. There was a level of compromise there done by uh, the governor's office, the city's officials, and some large contract in the millions was awarded to a bar owner that had only filed a license the day that he was awarded this very large contract. Well, this raised my eyebrow and, and uh, it was literally, um, it was a slap in the face is what it really was because here we had already uh, been on a mission to support the community, first line responders, the, the, the emergency responders, the police departments and all of the hospitals, we provided those things free of cost to them. Um, but we weren't doing it just to get a state contract, you gotta understand. There's individuals here that saw our ability way beyond uh, building a manufacturing for the mass uh, and took aim at my company. Uh, though the mass was actually being used as an instrument to acquire all of my company, to be quite honest with you. And I just, I'm trying to be, a, I'm trying to be as um, tactical, uh, tactful as I can, because this is a case that's, that's ongoing. A local businessman, uh, a lawyer that I thought was my lawyer uh, that was compromising his position, uh, a, a state that um, has now convicted the person that they went with because the guy never delivered uh, more than 10,000 masks. They gave him millions and he gave him 10,000 masks. Uh, I still have half a million masks in my warehouse right now that were built to them that they still haven't picked up. Today in, today in Tulsa is, um, I didn't want to bring this up during the whole 
commemoration ceremonies because uh, I think that the, the area has gone through enough pain, but under, under uh, the underlying things and the underlying story that's going on right now is the fact that a modern day Linson is being done and they're just changing their faces. These guys would not, they were one embarrassed by the fact that our minority based manufacturing company was able to do things that they as a state or a city could not do for the people of this community. And in order to, in order to go ahead and uh, discipline me or tap my hand, they refused giving me any of the contracts and then started to use their governance powers to go ahead and try to shut down or close down my factory. So when, what were some of the, what are some of the things that they levied, you know, against you? What's some of the allegations? So they, uh, after, now you gotta understand, this is five months into everyone had already received their masks. They sent the fire marshal and told me I need to close down because I needed to put new sprinkler systems in. Mm. <laughs> right? Simple. Now, my adjacent neighbor, he owns a carpet company, same sprinkler system. Carpet catches on fire. Our masks were life-saving uh, and all pneumatic, nothing that could catch on fire there. Uh, so uh, that was their first tactic. Their second, second tactic was um, constantly bringing me up on standards. Uh, they, they had me go through rigorous testing of the product that was coming off of my production line. It was supposed to be deemed that N95 quality. Through every test that they came through, uh, we tested in 99%, 90, over above the standard that they were asking for. So at every level of the litmus test that we excelled or exceeded uh, what the standard would be, they would, they would then make other excuses for why they couldn't uh, continue to, to work with us. I hear the attempt to shut you down, but when you say that they're attempting to take your company, is that something different? And what does that look like? So, uh, so you know, it's a pretty sophisticated web here. Uh, if you if you ask me, the the reason why um, is totally. Some people would have said it was impossible for Black Wall Street to be rebuilt, was because of how uh, the power structure is here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, when you look at Greenwood right now, right now it's controlled by uh, a handful of Anglo-Saxons that uh, project themselves as the philanthropists of the community, uh, but they literally just project themselves that way. They really block them in. Um, there's a parking garage, a baseball field, a church, and a museum. Okay, and then there's one block of what was Black Wall Street. One block, right, or, or two, behind the train track. Well, all of the ownership of that is those individuals, right? Any, any minority or Black business that was actually thriving, those people were going to be a part of so that they can control the matriarch of that business. Well, I'm an outsider, and I'm a totally different type of uh, entrepreneur. I never came here with my hands out. In fact, I didn't mingle with anyone in Tulsa for the first 18 months. I just went right to work. 
they saw that as sliding the power structure here. There's a, there's a group that don't see color in that way, that wanna actually assist the black businessman. But then that power group that wanna have some of the people that they intend uh, to make their political figureheads uh, position so that they can only continue to control that the area. Well, these are the people that they'll support and these people will be totally against you. They're in the law enforcement, they're in the fire departments, they're in the school systems, they're, it's a web, it's really, really crazy. So I, I fell victim to this when I started to open my doors and accept what they, uh, what they called help. When an individual comes up to your door and says, hey, uh, I love your operation, want to be a part of it. And I'm like, sorry, no, thank you. No, no, no. I just want to bring my guys from the local university. I'm not saying any names, but it might affect uh, the lawsuit. I want to bring some guys uh, 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 that'll see what you're doing because I think we can help you, right? And that all starts to become pressure. Before you know it, you're bombarded by the opportunity that you may be successful. Now, this is what would happen to any of you that would be coming to Tulsa. You would come and you would be welcome and you would be greeted and it would be, it would be very kind, very open until your plan is then released. And if your plan is malleable or, or small enough for them to be able to do themselves, then your plan is not gonna be done by you. Your plan is going to be done by them, and they're going to kick you to the curb as, as the, that outgoer. I was a little differently because I was already rooted 18 months before they even knew I was here. Right. So now we're now we're in a, we're in a we're in a fight. One of those individuals became uh, really integral to our company. We brought him in as uh, one of our consuls, and that consul started to um, navigate the our correspondence on our legal documentations to put himself in power mm -hmm. in my company. You know, unfortunately, we are not able to, to really get deeper into this conversation. No, we can't. Now. We can't. Um, yeah. But there's so much more to learn. First of all, we want to know, is there somewhere that folks can go to learn about this? Are there articles about it? Or is it something that you're just beginning to talk about? And the other thing I want to say is that, unfortunately, your story is not new. I'm, you're course. not saying this. I'm saying that this is Tamika Mallory saying it, speaking on my own behalf, that I know of far too many stories where when certain types of white people get involved, they try to strip the power um, of Black folks that own their own businesses or that have great organizations and ideas. We saw it happen even within the Women's March where we built something incredible and certain types of white women got involved and utilized the attacks from the outside world as a way yes. to, to take to try to take power. We didn't have to give it up. We could have said, this is our organization and we're gonna hold on to it, but we would have been holding on to our own demise um, because at times, you have to free yourself of those types of white folks. And that's just the truth. And True. so I True. just want to say to you that 
It's unfortunate that the story you're telling is one that I've heard so many times of folks who took the help and the help ended up being very, very damaging. And so whatever we can do to support you, we want to do that. Please tell us if there are other ways for us to find out more. Do we just have to keep inviting you back to street politicians and making sure we get on <laughs> platforms? Well, absolutely. We're going to start featuring it. Um, of course, iWoman TV is uh, going to be covering some things as well. Uh, but I own, um, I, don't know if, I don't know if you guys realize that, but I own the, the local newspaper here. Oh, wow. So I own the Hispanic and the, and the English publication here, the seminar and persona. So we're, we're gonna be getting the story out. The thing is, I think these people tried it with the wrong one. Mm. You with me? It's a, it's a constant story told, but uh, it's not a story told when you go up against something that as, as strong as the, as the adversary, right? So there wasn't, there wasn't a need for us to go public with this. And I, I wanted the, I wanted the commemoration to, to move uh, along the lines that it did move. Um, and if, if everything goes well, this will be one of those situations where these guys take their uh, deceitful desires elsewhere and allow me to continue to progress uh, the work that's at my hand here building uh, Black Wall Street. Because they have to know that now I have Tamika Mallory <laughs> on my back and I'm hearing, I'm and the rest of the coalition uh, uh, that's now fully aware of, uh, of their tactics because there will never be another public lynching. I am never gonna be a mortar. Hmm. And the work, that we're, the work that we're doing right now is way too important for my people and the rest of America. That's you know, right. So for everyone. everyone. Thank you. Go ahead, my son. Thank you, brother, because you know what you what you created for, you know, just black generations and the the way you've evolved the culture and all the things that you're doing, you've done and you and you currently still doing, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you. We, we always celebrate our brothers who are innovators and you know and culture shifters when they're gone. So I just want to give you your flowers now, brother. And says, Thank you, man. Yes, we just learning about you know black oh, history, man. black history and black present all at the same time. So we just want to say thank you for what you do and what you're doing for the culture and anything that we can do. You know, this platform is yours. Whenever you need us, we're here, man. You family, and you know you you just you're something that the blueprint, the blueprint. Oh, man. <laughs> I love you for that, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. Leo. The Blueprint Alexander. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, King. No, thank you, Mr. Mika. Thank you, guys. Take care. That was a dope interview, man. Leo Alexander, The Blueprint, you know, he, that's his new nickname, man. When you see people that great and evolutionary, and you don't even know, like, this man should be in history books. You yeah. Know? Like, we got to do some, we got to do our own research because we don't, we don't know him that well, I think. Um, I've heard of some of his work and I'm trying to like place where it is mm -hmm. that I learned about, um, some of the work that he's done in the past and just try to, I'm just trying to, you know, how you try to figure out, like I heard of him somewhere 
who was it that told me and why are we not fighting for him? I don't know. We got to do some research and figure out where's the hope. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to do some research. But what I've learned, you know, a little bit of research I've done so far is just amazing, man. And that just that brings me to my I don't get it. When we have brothers like that and we have other dynamic you know, innovators, culture shifters, and, and finance experts, and, and all of them are saying what we need to be doing, that you know, we need economic empowerment, we need to own our own things, we need to build it. I just don't get why it isn't happening. You know, that it's, it's so frustrating that we keep having, like we've had a meeting, like you called a meeting years ago, where we set so many different influencers in a room, in Sylvia's, and they'll forget it. And we sat around its round table with everybody and said, we need to be doing these things. And we had one of the dopest meetings, you know? And from that meeting, it was just words, you know? What well, did, that's not true. Did, and I was about to say, what did come out of it is Jay Morrison created the, the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Real Estate Fund in which he, he created a whole, you know, um, crowdfunding for black people and created the Black House. and which we are investing in. So something did, but I'm just trying to say the overwhelming majority of people in that room, which should have been accomplished as a collective with everybody, not just one, because we always do that, right? What we do is we have these meetings with a bunch of people and say, okay, let's do this. And then one person to go and do it and everybody else to follow. What is it going to take us to get on, on code as we will? Like, I just don't get Well, well I think it's, go ahead. You have to see a lot of different cultures, not different ethnicities. They work together. They build together. They build infrastructure. They build organizations. They build companies. And they continue to build and they continue to take over. I want to know what is it going to take for us to do it? I just don't get why we haven't done that. I think that it is a function of white supremacy that we've been dealing with for a very long time. Um, I'm just thinking about the meltdown, if you will, that we see happening from so many people around the Black Lives Matter movement in this moment, right? And I know why. It's because, um, you know, while there always should be accountability, while there always should be checks and balances, all those things, I don't disagree with them. But there also is a direct attempt, a direct attempt to destroy and divide leaders and the movement and people from supporting the movement. And we fall for it every time. Every time we start to believe the narratives that we hear, they get a few black faces to go out and start critiquing, challenging, um, what's the other word? Uh, uh, going after, if you will, certain individuals who have voices. They do, this is not new. It's not new, it's the same, process over and over and over again. And every single time we fall into it, I have friends that mother and daughter and family members that are not even speaking because they, the one person who knows some of the folks that are in the movement, believe stuff that they're hearing from people who are not in the movement, do nothing for our people, nothing for our communities. And they're listening to those, those individuals and saying, Oh, well, maybe those people are right. And so therefore it makes it very difficult for folks to get together and to do anything as a collective because the tactic of 
the Willie Lynch syndrome that may not have been real in terms of it being in in in, in effect um, in the past, right? They say Willie Lynch is it's not true. He wasn't a real person. But whoever wrote the letter is someone who wrote it understanding exactly our conditions, our attitudes, the mindset, and also the uh, the the intentional the intentional destruction of the black community and how it is designed. And so we follow it all the time. Every time we follow it by becoming agents in our own destruction. Um, and so therefore, when you say, well, why aren't people getting together? You have so many folks that may say, well, I want to work with other people, but I'm concerned about whether or not they're going to hurt me, lie on me, cheat me, um, or I want to try to get it done first so that everybody else has to thank me as the person who created it. And until we get past those mindsets, I'm not sure that we're going to accomplish it. One thing I will say is, as you, you know, you and I both and 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 more recently on a regular basis, I talked to Puff, right? I talked to him and I know for sure that he has a clearer mind and he's really seriously trying to figure out how to move us to another place. But even he will start and then see the challenges and start and start as, you know, he starts being like, I don't know how we're gonna get there, right? So in this moment, when he's coming to us and he's saying, hey, I'm ready to start shifting the culture. We all need to start working together. We need to help him to do the work because he has the voice. Look at Jay. Jay, I'm not saying he's done everything right. You know, me and Puff have gone back and forth about some of his moves in terms of how he sees the movement. But you know they have an interest. You know what they're trying to accomplish. So if we can encourage them, if we can work with them, if we can create the type of insulation that we all need to be able to move this thing forward, perhaps we can get somewhere. But I think it's going to take not just the big guys, but it's going to take the big guys, the street activists. It's going to take organizers of all different types. It's going to take a whole bunch of us to be like really in on making this thing happen. Well, I definitely agree with that. I just want us to do it sooner than later, man, because I keep hearing it and I'm watching the level of consciousness that our whole culture is coming to. Right. Everybody is seeing what's happening. They realizing the blueprint. They realizing what we've been through. They realizing the blueprint to move past it. And everybody is saying it over here and they saying it over there. I just want us to collectively come together and I just say it and just do it, man. So that's just me. That's and with it. that said, another amazing episode. Shout out to Lel, the blueprint, Alexander, you know, for his um input and what he's contributed to the culture. And um, shout out to you, man, for just being a good co-host, man. You know, we're the number, we're the number, we're the number one podcast. Number one kid, number one in our minds. No, not that's, that's, that's how mouse to dogs is. We the we number. Say, share, 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 like, like, share, 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 like, like, man. Yeah. If you got any topics you want us to talk about, send us a message. Let us know. Um, we're here for you. We appreciate the support. 
It's been overwhelming support. Everybody is telling us, you know, how much they appreciate our podcast and we appreciate y'all too. And with that said, I'm not going to always be right. Tamika's getting, starting to be a little more right than she usually is, but she ain't going to always be wrong, but we both going to always be authentic. That's how we own it. That's how we own it. That's how we own it. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR. 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details.